welcome to Let's Chit Chat Sis. I'm your girl Kimmy and this week's episode we talk about being financially bonded. Are you afraid to leave a relationship because it's all based on money? Join us today on the porch as we talk about being afraid to leave. Good morning ladies, good afternoon or wherever you're at, you know. Good day, good day, ladies. It's going to be a good day. All these beautiful (laughs) smiles. How is everybody doing? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Doing great. Good, good. We mm-hmm. are doing good. We are, look, we above earth. I mean, yes, so we doing good, or we not sitting on somebody's mantle. So we doing. Good. <laughs> you know that that's a new thing now. You know what I mean? Everybody is not oh, yeah. on the ground. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we are, we mm-hmm. we not on the mantle, and we not uh, um in the dirt. So um we have a really exciting episode today, and I'm gonna say exciting because um I think that the people that hear this. They are going to be um, thinking of different ways to, you know, make their finances. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say make their finances because sometimes people don't have the resources that they need. And it's not a lot of people to help them. But have awareness that staying in relationships um, because you're financially bounded is um, not always going to be a limited um, alternative. You can find different ways. And we have an expert on the uh, porch with us today, Racine. Thank you for joining us. Um, this is actually not my episode. This is my my sister girl, Natasha's episode. And I'm just really excited that we are talking about something that's really intimate, um, prevalent, and um, has a lot of substance to it. But also, it is something that can be taboo because a lot of people don't talk about it until something really probably Terrible happens, tragic happens, and um, then they start to peel back the onion and say, well, what was going on in that relationship? You know what I mean? I'm sure y'all got girlfriends, because I got girlfriends like that who are um, in a relationship, and they just feel like they're bound. So um, that was my little spill for this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Tasha, take over. I'm up. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. So before we dive into all this deliciousness, can you share a little bit about what it is that you do? All right. Um, I teach women, families, business owners how to make their money make sense. You know, mm-hmm. I educate on the rules of the game, mm-hmm. show it how it applies to them. I customize, you know, their game plan because what's good for you, Natasha, or Kimberly, or Aisha, or Keisha, you know, is is totally different from how it relates to me. Mm-hmm. The concepts are the same, but how they are applied and how it helps, you know, move your family or your individualness to the next level mm-hmm. is, is different. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we work together, you know, not just that one time, once you see your personal plan, but moving you in stages. Cause sometimes I always tell people you didn't get there overnight. So it's not mm-hmm. going to be an overnight fix, you know? So really it is empowering, um, you know, to move individuals from one side of the road to the other, you know, the most efficient way. And so I've been doing this for now over 28 years. I know I look 21. I know that's right, girl. <laughs> and, um, and I started like when most, other women, you know, we're talking about women today, you know, and men, 
I started because I was in financial, you know, a, I call it a, a wreck. And mm-hmm. I had to figure out a way to move it to the right direction. You know, uh, I'm an accountant by trade. I went to school, uh, worked for a large university, but it was crazy because, you know, 30 days after I got my check, there was no money. Mm-hmm. Now, people think accountants know everything about money. Please do not let them trip you up and think that. We know how to count the beans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know how to make them grow. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they overlap, true enough, but don't let people fool you thinking accountants are all that in a bag of chips. You know, we are when it comes to accounting, but growing, you know, just, you know, moving your money to the next level. You know, it, you have to be trained. So I'm in a great position where I am both. Mm-hmm. And that's the advantage I think that I have. But um, but my goal is overall is just to change a community, you know, one family at a time, one business at a time, you know, for the next generation. Thank you for for sharing your story and and admitting your struggles, you know, because some people don't admit their struggles and using the word empowerment, because I know today's episode is based around women in relationships that can't leave the relationship because of their finances. Is Mm -hmm. that something that you experience within your business? Absolutely. Um, A lot of times when women come to me, they don't tell me exactly what's going on (laughs) okay and so one of the great things that I'm able to do is really have a conversation because it's already sometimes an emotional um coming to me Mm because there's feelings of um inferiority that they don't deserve my time or they feel like they're somebody just told me the other day they feel dumb I told them don't ever use that word with me you know, there's no reason to feel dumb. That, that's not in my vocabulary. Um, and so I also find out, you know, when that is an issue, when I said, well, normally I have both husband and wife come to the table. And the first thing they'll say is, uh, no, I don't want my husband on the appointment. Oh, oh wow. That, that's usually the flag, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that that's the set, that's the the primary reason that something's going on in the household. And that's when I start asking questions. And it's not that I don't want to have the husband. Sometimes I like to hear both sides, mm-hmm. you know, and then I meet with them separate and, and that kind of thing. So it is sometimes that I find the conversation when I bring the, the spouse in, you know, whether it's a male spouse or a female spouse, it really doesn't matter. In, in some cases, because it can have the same dynamic, you know? And so I listen to, to both sides and I can really feel what's going on in the house. And then I can put some solutions in place, whether separate, most of the times in the case of women who are feeling, you know, that they're stuck. And I usually get them empowered to move so they can really, because I find that that's whether I need to put the Band-Aid on first mm-hmm. and heal the wound and move it forward. So now if they choose to come together and work together, then I'll come back to the other party, move them forward too. And then they'll be one if that's what they chose to do. Um, and then two, it, it, it really, I add that part to, if they have a family, have kids, the kids feel their energy too. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, depending on how the kid is, 
I have them later on come into my conversation because kids need to understand finances too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's generational, you know, mm-hmm. it really is. So um, kids are very, very um, malleable. Yeah, that's, that's the word. You know, the Southern is in me. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> so, but, you know, they hear everything and they can learn just as much as our parents do or adults do when it comes to money. So that way they understand why mom and dad makes the decisions that they do. And, hey, I can do the same thing. Like, I can be responsible. I can get my allowance. You know, so it's it's a great dynamic because I'm looking, you know, not just sometimes the individual, but the family as a whole. So let me ask you a question. Um, when women come and they have their their spouses with them, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's probably a tense situation. But um, they come to you, Racine, and they're like, um, I'm not in a good space with my spouse, you know, and you can see you got all our numbers in front of you. You can see that my my monetary contribution is minimal. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I can do because this is not going to last right here, you know, but I know that I need to be separated and start a new path for myself. What advice do you give people? I mean, women that come to you, because I know there's a lot of women that come mm. and they are already adapted to a lifestyle, but the situation mm. is not great. You're not their counselor. So I mean, I put you in that position, but sometimes I guess you become their counselor because how can I get out without going to the rock bottom? You see what I'm saying? Because that's what's going to happen. If I separate from this man or whatever happens, um, you know, we know court, the court can give you some leverage. If you've been married and, you know, the balance is off and so on and so on. But, you know, it's also a a, a, a transition to get there. You know, what I mean, some people are not mm-hmm. willing to to make sure that their spouse is OK. But what does what what advice do you give women like that who's just not to say that they're unskilled or um they're just not they're ill prepared that you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying ill prepared mm-hmm. to deal with life without that partner financially. Gotcha. Wow, that's a class in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, when I'm sitting with them, you know, I know if if I'm sitting there with both of them, I know that when I'm looking at the numbers, I really find out a little bit about her specifically, where is she generating income, et cetera. Because I used to start appointments. Hey, I'm going to show you how to squeeze blood out of a turnip. I had to stop doing that. That's a Southern thing, you guys. Mm-hmm. And that means that, hey, I'm going to see where the money really is. And I'm going to squeeze as much as I can so I can move it and do the things that we need to do. And I stopped saying that because that means a lot of the responsibility is on me to move them. And it's, it's, a, it's, it's mutual. There are some things they have to do or want to do. Okay. Please mm. remember that's first and foremost. Good point. They have to be willing to work with me, not me do all the work. Mm-hmm. Okay. First that's and a good one. Mm. Okay. Then second of all, I need to find out if she truly wants to move because I've been where women say, racing, I'm so sick and tired. I'm just, I'm, I, you know, he get on my nerve. I got to do I just what you said. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. But when I get to moving everything, mm-hmm. crickets, <laughs> crickets. 
or it, it, you know, it, life is life. You know, you know, I'm not taking, you know, you know, because everybody makes decisions and whatever decision they decide, I'll accept that decision. You know, I can't want it more than they want it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just, just understand, I can't, you know, want it more than that person. So I have to find out if they're really or her or him or, she, you know, if she's moving and ready to go based on the recommendations. And then I know a, a lot of times it is not the, when I give them the information and the game plan, it is sometimes they need more money. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I got to help them realize, okay, sis, you either got to go, and I'm thinking of an actual case, but they, I, I tell them she needs to go make some extra money. Mm-hmm. She needs another hu- side hustle. She needs to go work extra hours. She needs to go babysit somebody sometimes and then stash some money. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm thinking of an actual case. So that's why I'm talking about stashing money. So she has to set aside some money so that when she makes some moves, whether cleaning up some things, you know, being able to go find another place to stay, you know, because I've talked to women who've been abused, you know, right, and right. that ain't a situation where I physically think they need to continue mm-hmm. to stay, period. Right, right. Okay. So they need to move some money and start saving up money so they can move in silence in most cases. Mm-hmm. And, and it means maybe moving the kids at the same time. So, you know, I, I show them how to do that because I'm worried about their physical, mental and spiritual mm-hmm. health. Along mm-hmm. with their monetary health. You get me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And so then once I you know show them what their life can be, because they see the picture that's before them. Mm-hmm. So now I have to give them the vision of what their life can be. And, and sometimes that's where you I, I yeah, I'm I'm almost a counselor in some cases. Mm-hmm. I, I have like- to yeah, you know, not classically trained or, you know, but <laughs> I literally have to talk to them and, and guide their spirit to move them, you know, and say, hey, what you see now is not what you're going to be permanently, you mm-hmm. know. And I even ask them what their picture looks like because I need to figure out if they really truly can't see a bigger picture beyond themselves in that situation. I I, that's, a, that's a lot of responsibility on you. Mm-hmm. I, I, it really is. But I know that um, I could say that, and I, I'm sure um, Natasha and, and Mel and, and Aisha and, and Keisha will jump in. Everybody has had situations in their relationship where they felt like they haven't, um, they're not independent enough to, um, you know, be on a solo trip. And, it, and that's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with it. You see what I'm saying? Because you have to, Get yourself, prepare yourself, make plans and, and get yourself there. Even if you're in, you have no intentions of departing from your relationship. You know, mm-hmm. I always say this much and I, I've, I've raised my children the same way. There is nothing wrong with always having that rainy day fun over here mm-hmm. and understanding that, hey, guess what? You don't have to leave because you're in a bad relationship. You can, something can happen because it could be death. You know what I mean? It could be anything. And you're not financially prepared to be on this trip of life by yourself. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So um, that's just my my little two cents on it. I'm, I'm looking at Keisha, and I know Keisha. I know well, you have uh, she has, um, as I was um, 
well, looking up this topic and researching, she hit a lot of things that um, that I was thinking about. And I was um, I saw this word called um, a cash go bag, just like mm-hmm. you pack a physical bag. Mm-hmm. And people leave, have a cash yeah. go bag. Mm-hmm. And I was I'm like, gonna use that one, Casey. Yeah, put it in your <laughs> <bonnet>. <laughs> Yeah, and that is you have money, and I'm gonna use my southern term when you squirrel money away. Yeah. <laughs> you're putting money aside to actually do, do those things but I'm glad that, that Kim brought up a topic of um, feeling stuck not wanting to leave the relationship per mm-hmm. se but you know that you're not um, you don't have the ability to sustain yourself and I remember one day I was sitting in the church this was a long long time ago and a pastor he was preaching and he was like he will never be broke and I said you know what I'll never be broke again. And I made a plan for myself mm-hmm. to start putting away some money for myself, just for myself. Nothing saying that I'm leaving or doing this, but just something for me to know that I'll stash in every month. I would put it started off really, really small and I would never go under a certain, certain amount. So if I was at that amount, I'm broke. Mm-hmm. If I had 200, I'm broke. Mm-hmm. And then now you keep on building from there. But, mm-hmm. um, what would you what advice would you give to a person who's like, OK, maybe maybe the spouse is not so financially uh, a fit and you want to see the direction of the family go somewhere. And maybe you need to do this first by yourself to show them and not bring that person in. What would you say? How would you do that? Um, I still if, if I don't have both people there, it's still the same process. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to educate. Um I really need to educate and I'll kind of give you a backstory later on, but I I really educate because a lot of times it really is the understanding of money, Mm -hmm. the rules. Okay. And they're so simple. They really are. I I keep it simple. You don't need a PhD to know finance. You really don't. And so once I go through three or four different rules and show them how it could apply to them, you know, it really just, you can see them change. They're they're going from like this to like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> in, 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 in less than 30 minutes. In less than 30 minutes, I can change their mindset about, hey, I could see myself doing that. Or I can see myself because you can you can invest with $25 a month mm-hmm. minimum. It doesn't take a lot. The banks and everything tell you that. Okay. You know. And there's a reason for that too. Okay. There's some fundamental things. And I asked them, I said, how much can you literally set aside monthly so that I can get you out of debt? I can get you having an emergency fund. I can get you saving for your retirement, what we call wealth fund, adding your kids' education, paying off debt. How much monthly can you set aside? For example, if they say, Ray saying I only bring a thousand dollars a month into the household income. I said, well, okay, let's take 10% of that. Can you give me $100 a month? And I'm going to devise a game plan that we're going to work into. Okay. And so that $1,000 a month, I may put $25 to, you know, get rid of their debt. I made $25 to put an emergency fund, you know, $25 for their IRA, you know, and then maybe another $25 or $50 to put, you know, life insurance in place. So They'll feel like I got a I got a plan. I feel like I'm on my way. It doesn't take thousands of dollars to start. You get me? 
And then, you know, I, I said, let's find some extra income so you can grow into and like put away your, what you call it? The cash go bag, mm-hmm. you know, and start like scrolling away money, you know, and, it, and I do a workshop, you know, um, find fabulous and financially free. Uh, a man is not a plan. Okay. Because sometimes. Girl, repeat that oh, again. Find <laughs> fabulous and financially free. A man is not a plan. That's another topic. That's okay. another topic. Let That's me write that topic. down. Let okay. me write that down. Getting a trademark as we speak. So, <laughs> so, so literally, sometimes we we think that we have to. There's a okay. There's a patriarchal society that thinks men we gotta move with men because remember we didn't get credit cards till 1971. Mm-hmm. Um, women of color was not included in that. Okay. When was that? So, 1989. <laughs> crazy. So yeah. I have to give you baby steps and then we'll walk into, you know, moving you to the next level. So when I'm sitting with them, yeah, I know that the husband, you know, is not even better than she is when it comes to the money. So I got to teach him the same thing because he's not teaching her and he's trying to overcompensate because he didn't know mm-hmm. and so I have to humble him not in a bad way I have to humble him and say look okay I can help you to help y'all okay and so I have to get him to accept the fact I'm going to teach you and move you you got to give me the opportunity and eight, I have an 85% pass rate where they really would like, when I start teaching certain concepts, I know that men, certain things that I teach, men open up. I've had men who are 20 times older than I am, you know, just say, what can you teach me? Because that that bravado is there. But when I finish 15 minutes later, they're like, oh my God, I need you to do this, this and that. Now my yeah. wife, you can do that, do this. They're They're like encouraging. So sometimes it is, I am the the ladies or the women or the wives or the girlfriends um, secret weapon. Okay. And when I go in, it's, uh, it's, it's unspoken. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm not going on tangents, but it's an unspoken weapon. I'm going in cause I know I can kick butt, <laughs> you know, and I know I can, you know, turn him to where I need him to be. I'm that, I'm that assassin. When I go into the house, I mean, really, you know, and it's unspoken. I can, I can, I can look at Natasha's eyes and I can see something she ain't saying, but I can hear her. I can look at you, Keisha, and I can hear what you're saying, but I can see it in your eyes. Mm-hmm. And and I look at him, and he's like, "But by the time I finish, okay, yeah, I see what that dynamic is." He's like, "Thinking, what can she tell me?" Me, you know, mm-hmm. and, she, and she's like. Dude, just just let the lady finish talking. Let the lady do what she needs to do because I need it. And yeah. she's sitting on the edge of her seat trying to keep herself to go. But I feel the energy. Yeah. So by the time I finish, I'm serving him on a platter. Or <laughs> I'm serving. Sometimes, oddly enough, y'all, I've seen it flip where the woman is the most aggressive and the man, man is subdued. There are some dynamics on that too. 
but in your way. But when you say when you say um, you know you you flip them, um, you know what? Only con- that that's a con- that's concerning to me because I think that um, you know going back to like when we first were able to establish credit and build credit, and I'm going to say just women in general, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could just even tell you like from my moms, you know, there's always been and it's you know either either or or you know what i mean the man was in the house he was the provider the woman was in the house as the homemaker you know what i mean we are totally mm-hmm. different now because you know um circumstances have forced uh, most people to say you know what there is no leverage for one person to be working in the house things cost too much you know what mm-hmm. i mean you know life is you if you got kids you want too much for them it's just uh, unless you you got it like that, you know, it's just seems unrealistic in these days and time. Mm-hmm. But not to say it's not happening. You know, um, mm-hmm. when you say um, a man is not a plan, some people still think a man is the plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and yeah, I see you, Keisha. Um, mm-hmm. The man is not the plan. Um, but that's the still because I look. We have a lot of men that that's on this this porch too. We don't want to minimize, and I really appreciate you racing for putting in the emphasis on how the male perspective plays a big part in this. Um, but I don't want to, to overlook the simple fact that sometimes it's all right to say, I need my own. Mm-hmm. I, need, I need my mm-hmm. own. True. You know, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. what you said, Keisha, you know, you, you heard this in church and then you built on it and you, you know, now that I ain't even going to say that old grandma saying of a rainy day fund. Cash in the pocket, whatever you said, you know, it's, it's, it means a lot. You know what I mean? It means a lot. So I want to keep going on with my little tangents. Aisha, thoughts? Oh, my goodness. I am here taking notes and peeping game. I just started <laughs> reading a book, <laughs> Smart Women Finish Rich by David Bach. Oh, and I'm like, mm. it would, they can tell me <laughs> somebody who can really speak my language, not just this book. I'm flipping pages. I needed to, you know, Smart to hear a good point. beautiful mm-hmm. page. Mm-hmm. That's Thank you. Right now, um, I looked up after almost 13 years of marriage, and I'm like, I don't like this <laughs> at mm-hmm. all. I go on a date without my own money in my pocketbook. I would say you have money to cover your own meal and to get your behind home or whatever the case may be. And I'm looking around like we have two baby girls. And I'm like, if I had to move tomorrow, I don't have an amount in the bank that I'm 100% comfortable with. Like I know I would be able to sustain us the way I would want to. And I'm like, okay, well, it's not going to get any better unless I put a plan in place right Mm -hmm. now. I can continue to grow what I'm bringing in because I'm all exactly. about that. Have my multiple streams of income, like my money's not my money's not making enough money for me. So I'm yeah. like, I need to learn how to, you know, have all those separate pots that you were saying. Okay, get the debt taken care of. That's minimal, and mm-hmm. I want to make learning those skills now so that it's. I'm not telling my girls what to do, but they're learning while I'm doing it because Perfect. I was brought up to you just do better than I did. So long as y'all do better than me, you know, y'all making it. So according to my family, like I'm making it, making it. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not satisfied with that. <laughs> gotcha. That's Makes a really sense. good point. So, you know, she, um, mm-hmm. I used to got the prettiest little girls. Um, 
and you know they're in they're in the business and they're just they're beautiful little girl and you know I just when I see your posts and stuff on my I always think about that I'm like it's not just I mean I know you and Alex y'all y'all building a a, a these two little girls that are going to have a sensational life, you know, but I also look at what you're doing as creating these little girls to become financially stable women. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. know that, okay, I have this to take care of myself. You know what I mean? So hats off to y'all. So I don't want to belabor this because I know you have something to say, Mel. <laughs> And it piggybacks off of what both you and Aisha just uh-huh. what's the youngest age that you teach this to? Because I think yeah. that can play catch up. And I I would love to see our girls learning this at such a young age where they're not playing catch up. They're doing what Aisha's girls are doing. You know, they're watching mm-hmm. doing it, but they're also going to training sessions and learning all the fundamentals. What's gotcha. the youngest? That's a good question, Miss Mel. That's um, a good one. Really oh, you good question. You can call me Miss Mel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, shut so it to the head, not the heart. You know, it's it's, it's done in, 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 in kindness, of course. And, and the, the more you really, come on here, racing, you'll see. You become <laughs> that's Mel. <laughs> Definitely age seven and up. I do a workshop on how money works for kids. Okay. And so certain ages, um, I, you know, start with certain concepts. So from seven to around 12 years old, I'm teaching them about um, being socially conscious of money. So if they're charity, how to actually, you know, give back for their time you know, and money. So when they get their allowance, put 10% away, you know, and give it to a charity of their choice. Then I show them about investing. I teach them, you know, a concept that shows them how money compounds. And I actually do it in a way it's interactive. Those That age group likes interactive visual, okay? Mm-hmm. And hands-on. I can't show them a PowerPoint. It, it ain't, it won't yeah, be won't lasting. Work. And then I actually and show them about investing. You know, I, I actually have like, you remember the, they don't do them now. You remember the large catalogs, like Sears catalogs, etc. So I used to have them to go in there and do shopping. And I have them to go in and write down a list of things that they want to buy. So I'm showing them about spending, but I'm also showing them about investing because I said, now think about the companies that you're got, you have on your shopping list. Do you own any of those companies? Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> You're spending your money on them, but where's your ownership? Mm-hmm. So I show them both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with spending your money, but let's own your money too. Mm. Good point. Same advice for adults. Yep. Yeah. 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 True. I like yeah. that. True that. But um, I keep it simple, y'all. It, mm-hmm. Like I said, you do not need a PhD, okay? And um, and so, and then from age twelve to eighteen, um, what I'm working on now is putting a curriculum in place in the school systems because they don't teach finance in school. Mm-hmm. And in some communities, they do. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, way mm-hmm. home on that one. So, mm-hmm. so I want to change yeah, the I curriculum <laughs> so it. that our students will get the fundamentals. So, and, and and part of one reason why they don't teach it in school is because it's a it's a class system they're building. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I can't teach you how to be a millionaire because that's not where I want you to be. Be. Mm-hmm. Just keep it real, okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so 12 to 18, I'm teaching them a little bit more because now by that time they're either working, they got a larger allowance. And I really, that's when they start thinking about credit cards in high school and college. So I'm showing them, hey, don't even go there. If you're going to do it, you got to pay it off every 30 days. Mm-hmm. You know, so that is is, is a, taking that understanding of money to another level, but you really, applying it at that point. All right. And debt from age 12 to 18, you know, and, and sometimes more closer to the 18 range, 16, 18, they have debt. Really? Uh-huh. Because they're signing them kids up with credit cards. Well, I know that. And I know sometimes, I don't know if people are still using their kids' names. Yes. Or whatever. <laughs> you took yeah, yes. phone bill, lecture bill, all kinds. Oh stuff man, we gonna have to have an episode about that because yes, I, I mean, like, you know that. what? Warning mm-hmm. your kids from before they even get out the door. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. That's some crazy yes. stuff, but that does go on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they could put a a, a lecture bill, phone bill, or something in the kid name. They can they can proceed with some things and and put a house in the child's name because mm-hmm. think think about it. When if you self employed and you try to buy a house. They go a different route. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Then your traditional way, you can set your kids up in a way that may not be good for them. You know, mm-hmm. and I've known um, people who have done this and thought nothing wrong with this. But guess what? Things lay on your credit for a long, long time. You see what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. get out here and they just like, you know what? This is what it is. But I, I want to touch on the point you said. In different localities, I'll just say that much, that people are just not taught. You know what I mean? Because you know, the it, classism is is really a, a a realistic part of life, um, but also teaching kids that suffering is normal. You know, mm-hmm. it's also a a part of life that it really especially is, especially people of color, that we mm-hmm. haven't we haven't been able to shed that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I always say to even to my kids, like I um, people that know me, I try to set my kids up for. Um, things that they will be able to do when um, they have kids. You see what I'm saying? Like, um, I don't want you to rent nothing. I don't want you to, I want you to, to buy because I don't want you to give somebody some money because you just think that I like this, this apartment, the way it looks. They got all these nice appliances. Save your own damn money, buy your own appliances and you can get the same thing. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is your property. So guess what? It'll reap money back on you because when you incur different things, credit cards or whatever, and I'm not a fan of credit cards, things like that, I tell them, your house going to pay money back to you. That's why most people are wealthy because they got homes and they got life insurance policy. They keep that mess going. If we don't talk certain types of language to, to our kids and we just push them out and just put them like that, especially uh-huh. I'm gonna say to our female, because no man is going to be the plan. And number two, if you don't have a, a financial mindset we can say everything we want you know what i mean but that passes on down you know yeah, it doesn't it does. even matter if you say let me come up here and break racing and just say help me help me help me and when they walk out the door 
nobody's doing nothing about it. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So um, I think hats off to you because you're providing a plethora of um, information to women, men, children, you know, um, and that's what's needed. And I think this episode definitely touched on it. Natasha, I know you have something to say too. Yeah, I, I appreciate Racine. I think being a therapist and having a a financial planner in my back pocket is helpful. I have sent crazy enough in the last two weeks, I have sent her information to a lot of people because it seems like right now in 2023, these women are like help money. Like I'm I'm oh, I'm wow. ready. You know, they're like, I'm ready. So to have her in my back pocket to be like, I trust her, you're in good hands has been very helpful and also for myself because I was I was never taught financial literacy so I'd be in the same struggles at my age now as they are trying to figure it out so I appreciate you thank you for coming on taking time out today to come on the porch and you it. must come back. You must. Yes, come back. yes. There's yeah. so many other layers. Natasha, we are so grateful to you for bringing Racine on because there's so many layers to this. You know, oh, yeah. we're talking Money. about um, being able to look at your situation and, and assess it and, and make plans to, um, you know, be financially independent. This is yes. you know, the bulk of this episode. But we also got different layers here. I'm going to keep on going back to. Your man is not a plan. Yes. It's not a plan. And I'm not a man hater because I love my husband. I'm telling you. And I think the Mm -hmm. more form, a man is not a plan. But at the end of the day, guess what? Circumstances happen. Right. Mm -hmm. Circumstances happen. You know, he could be a great dude today and be, you know, anything can happen tomorrow. You know, let's keep it real. We live in a real world. This is, you know, this porch, we don't have no fluff going on here. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, we have to have you back. We have to have yes, you back. Yes, yes. Yes. Because you yes. did an awesome oh. job. Awesome Thank job. you. I yes. enjoyed it. I yes. enjoyed it. I really yes. did. And Anybody have any closing remarks for racing? Because I'm telling you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thank you for coming. And um, my final thought would be just don't be afraid to ask for help because help is out there. We have a person right here who's an expert and will be glad to help. That's right. Thank you, Keisha. Gotcha. Mel, you got any final remarks? I'm just grateful that she's doing it from the ground up with the girls and the kids. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Of that. So thank That's you for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Aisha? You're welcome. Yes, my takeaway was to start where you are, that you don't need a ton of money mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. If that looks like right. a couple of dollars, out of every, you know, paycheck or every little bit that comes in, where it is what it is. You have to see <laughs> <laughs> I saw that little key I was like, yeah. <laughs> I saw the little hand too. I was like, what is going on? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, well, uh, uh, Natasha, I'm sure you have some final words for her. Um, I just appreciate, you know, what you're doing, teaching the financial literacy to everyone because it's just, it's not taught enough. And I don't feel that there's even enough financial planners for all of us out here that need the assistance. It's just not enough. So I appreciate you and thank you for coming on. Thank you for humoring me. And y'all, I'm going to put her out there. This is her first podcast of oh, recording. Boy. We have popped her cherry. 
You did an awesome job. Awesome thank job. you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. And, and this episode, I can guarantee it's going to be um, a lot of feedback on this episode. Because, you know, mm. at the end of the day, we all want to live a certain way. We all want to live healthy. We all want to be financially sound. And this is just one of the episodes that we should actually build on. You know, mm-hmm. financial mm-hmm. health is is everything. You know, it is really everything. So, Thank you again, Racine. So join us every Wednesday when we drop a new episode. You can catch us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok for any updates. But joining me tonight is... Aisha Catalano. (laughs) Aisha. Natasha. Ramel. And I'm your girl, Kimmy. And joining us as our guest tonight was Racine car and she is a financial independent counselor and before i close because i do this all the time y'all i did not get your information for people to contact you and we cannot leave this porch without having that done so please tell tell just what you want to share okay all right how people can reach you okay well definitely um especially everybody that is part of this podcast i do um a financial game plan for everybody that is in the listening ear. Um, my Facebook business page is uh, at at Riker Dream Team, and um, my email is info at racingriker.com, and that's racing r a c i n e r i k a r d dot com. And I am on Instagram at racing underscore Riker. So definitely, I'm in Atlanta, but I am licensed in about 25 other states. Good. So I'm worldwide, Guam, Puerto Rico, and Hawaii. So I'm right. saying this now, y'all. I'm putting it out here now. And <laughs> this is never to offend, but I'm just going to tell you. Get in touch with her before them income taxes start rolling in here. You know, you don't want to be doing the wrong thing. So, you know, I'm telling you, because you can take that money, invest that money, and not be worrying about when income tax comes. So, no, FYI. Thank you again, Racine. So, um, welcome. I'm your girl Kimmy. And thank you, ladies, for joining us on the porch tonight. Everybody have a wonderful week on purpose, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Awesome.